gum gum was once just a dream. He says he loves you. He says it with meat. He comes to buy a meat wreath, and he makes a cider out of beef. He's thinking about his meat cape. He says he's waiting for that garbage ape. The meat fairy's coming along. So Heathcliff, won't you play your meat song? Whoa. Hello and welcome to the Meatcast. Uh, let me take that again. Hello and welcome to Meatcast. Uh, my name's Nick, and I'm joined today, as I am each and every week, by Kyle. Kyle, what's up? How's it? How's your week been? It's going okay, Nick. How about you? Oh, pretty good. Um, I'm off for a week. I'm taking a, Ooh, a week-long vacation. So, baby, nice. Where are you headed? Yeah. Um, if anywhere, or just a little staycation. <laughs> No, it's a, in fact, not a staycation, but a vacation. Sort of Ooh. a play on, a, a play on the phrase staycation. <laughs> That's interesting. So it's like a staycation, but you vacate, vacate. the premises. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Well, where are you bugging out to? Bugging out. Why do you got to make it sound so uh, dirty? <laughs> Does bugging out sound dirty? I, bugging out just means like, I'm leaving. I'm getting out of here. Uh, well, if you must know, I'm bugging out to, uh, <laughs> Los Angeles, Hollyweird, Lipstick City. Whoa, Lipstick City. <laughs> That's what they call it, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, maybe it sounds sort of familiar. Um, are you, so you're, you're going there to, uh, what, what are we doing? We're taking in the, taking in the Getty Museum. I might take in some of the sights, maybe some of the sounds. We'll see. You know, we'll see. You know what you got to do is you got to check out that uh, Hollywood sign. Oh, yeah. Um, One of their signature landmarks. Yeah. I, I think I might. I think I have a reservation there on, on, on Friday. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that, that's exciting. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, go- I'm going for a wedding, but I'll also be going to Disneyland. Oh, um, hell yeah. Nice. That'll be fun. Maybe go to what a Dodgers are, game. Oh yeah, you're hitting all the all the fun spots, mm. all those classic Los Angeles landmarks. Um, what what are you? Uh, what ride are you most excited to ride at Disneyland? Well, I'll tell you. Um, I'm yeah, I ex- hope so. I asked you. <laughs> It'd be weird if you didn't tell me. So, I, I've done the. I've done the star wars stuff in orlando i went i already saw it all been there done that galaxy's edge yeah the uh, rise of the resistance i saved the galaxy no no big deal yeah, okay humble brag um uh, ray was proud of me so it's uh... <laughs> Um, does, it, but, does, does, Ray, does the fake Ray at the end of it say that? Or do they have like a hologram of Daisy Ridley saying like, boy, I'm proud of you, isn't it? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I'm not even sure if Ray is involved in it. I know Kylo Ren is there. Um, I, yeah, I've seen the, uh, the videos of people being like Kylo Ren epic takedown of Disney tourists. You know, whatever guy they got like playing him walking around in costumes to have a little fun, you know? Oh, I mean, I mean, there's like he's in the ride somehow, but I, yeah, I guess yeah, there are like Kylo Ren people walking around and stuff too. Oh uh, yeah, don't they have like an animatronic Kylo Ren on the ride or something? 
and he moves yes very they, much I like think... an animatronic <laughs> it all looked great i don't even it's weirdly it's like they've gone too far to where like it's not that he's moving like a robot it's like he's got these weird like overly fluid like demonstrative gestures and you're like i don't this is, this is weird why are you making these big choices dial it back <laughs> you know um well you maybe you're a better judge of humanity than i am it's, to me <laughs> <laughs> to me this passed the turing test i, I believe i i do sit in judgment of humanity <laughs> <laughs> um no, there's also like a big admiral akbar it might not be akbar but a big mon calamari puppet that's that's awesome mm. too um nice. but yeah it, it was it was all great but to answer your question Kyle, and i will answer your question <laughs> i'm most excited for the indiana jones ride because i've never done it before and oh. i feel like that one's gonna go soon like that that can't be long for this world right yeah that's uh as soon as that movie comes out and bombs he's <laughs> gonna rip that thing out of there even so fast to make your head spin yeah they, no, uh, I've, been, I've been worried about that i've I actually i bought uh I, I bought like a, a turtleneck just in case a really tight turtleneck <laughs> to keep your head from spinning. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm worried about when that I, I do think my head will spin. And I, it's just <laughs> doesn't seem healthy. Yeah. I can't imagine it's good for your I'm uh, not an owl. organs. Yeah. You're not? <laughs> I'm not that kid from The Exorcist, <laughs> that freak kid. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. She's not the one that died, is she? Um, no. You're thinking you're maybe thinking of the little girl from Poltergeist. Oh. Like Did in real die? life? In real life, IRL. Yeah, not like in the movie. Yeah, that little that girl from Poltergeist died. Why are oh, we shit. talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, she I died got... like like with it when they were shooting like the third one or the fourth one oh really and they had to like finish it with like body doubles i thought Very there weird. was like a, an exorcist curse is there not an exorcist curse as well um yeah just a there's curse? no i think there is like an exorcist curse but that's mostly uh i think like i don't know like people just had a bad time <laughs> you know <laughs> this is a little okay. bit like william freaking was just a jerk you know uh, okay there's a Twilight Zone curse. We know that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, that's just um, John Landis committing manslaughter. Allegedly. He's not yeah. convicted of anything. Okay. Maybe we shouldn't. I, I don't know why. <laughs> bring it up, please. I was about to bring up another one. Weird, and I'm like, right? why? Why it's not we? even Halloween. It's June. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get into this week on Heathcliff. This week on Heathcliff. Well, Kyle, this week on Heathcliff is beginning right now. Um, <laughs> so we have here today, June 9th, Friday. Uh, do you want to say, do you want to describe this one? Oh, yeah, I'll shot. take a stab at it. Yeah, so uh, we have a room. Let's see what uh, you got, kid. Uh, presumably in the nutmeg house, and uh, we see a birdcage on a stand in the middle of the room. Um, 
And next to the birdcage, and there's a, there's obviously there's a bird in the birdcage. And next to the birdcage, we have our classic fishbowl uh, table that we see often that is uh, has seemingly no utility other than just to hold a fishbowl on it in the middle of the room. Uh, and there are two fish in the fishbowl. Heathcliff is doing his classic leap towards the birdcage. Um, birdcage is like clearly he's he's made contact the birdcage is rattling we can tell because it is askew and there are feathers flying out of the birdcage uh and then one of the fish has his or her mouth open and then they are saying same cat different day (laughs) okay same cat different day yeah sort of a play on same shit well, I was going to spell it. I wasn't going to say it. but So yeah. last week we realized garbage means fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and now we cat did. means shit. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're decoding. We've got our decoder rings out. We're on to you, Peter Gallagher. We know yeah, your the, secret uh, code. The, hmm, I guess it's the Gallagher code. Like the Da Vinci code? The Gallagher code. <laughs> Yeah, the, what would that make us? Would we be which Tom one of Hanks? us is Tom Hanks and which one of us is Audrey uh, Tatao? Amelie, which one of us is Amelie? <laughs> well, I haven't seen the movie. I read the book. Yeah, I don't read. I only saw the movie. I don't read books. I guess I'm Tom Hanks and you're the giant albino guy. <laughs> Paul Bettany. I guess so. Whip, whipping myself. Uh, Is that what happens? Yeah, he like he's like punishes himself. I can't remember what for. Kyle, did but you? Have, yeah, did, I mean, I do that, so that makes sense. Did you have Da Vinci Code fever at the in the back then? <laughs> I did not. I was. I mean, I think we're the same age. I was a little young for Da Vinci Code fever, maybe. Hmm. I think maybe I just was too stupid. <laughs> I just remember everybody talking about this book, so I read it, and it was like, yeah, it's kind of a oh, I dumb was book. Not, I was not too young. It came out in 2003. I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I was like close to graduating high school. I was absolutely not too young to read this book. It was a very like easy to read book. Yeah. It was like a chapter book, you know? Each chapter sure. was like two pages. Yeah. Um, no, anyway. I, I missed out on Da Vinci Code Fever, um, unfortunately. Oh, I did work at a bookstore, uh, sort of like when the sequels were coming out and um, B. Dalton. when the movies movies were dropping. What's that? B. Dalton? No. Uh, no. Um, there's only two bookstores I know. Those are the only two <laughs> bookstores you know. The library? <laughs> it's not a store, Nick. Um, Barnes and Board, Noble. Board, okay. Barnes and Barnes Noble. Noble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, Barnes and Noble used to be like, it used to be a, a scene, man. You'd go in there. You... <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you're like you're like Hunter S. Thompson, cultural writer for like the Barnes and Noble. He's like, man, yeah, I could see the wave cresting at the moment when people stop going to read free books and sit in the Starbucks. 
<laughs> they had those big comfy chairs. So you were there like during that era, that era. Of, yeah, of I was there in like 2007, and that uh, was like yeah, the crest was, of the wave. Yeah, that was the crest of the wave. They had they had the big comfy chairs. I actually think I was there when they very deliberately. Well, a funny thing that happened while I was working there was like slowly the store kept getting taken over by like the toys and games section like we had like a pretty good little board game section but then over time they would just like add more to that and take away books because people just you know they just they weren't reading or they would come in there to read books for free they weren't buying books that's what i did and so they were hoping like Oh, we'll get people coming in here to read the books and they'll walk out with like a copy of Settlers of Catan or something, <laughs> um, which they didn't really, you know, but I guess that was a theory. Um, I worked in the music uh, slash movies department specifically. Oh, yes. I, lo- I love that. The the movie. Actually, I, I love the music section of Borders. I felt like they had like a lot of stuff you couldn't okay. get anywhere else. Well, that's really that's rude. <laughs> uh, but I, I was going to say... When I was uh, in, I guess, like like a senior, junior year of high school, perfect Saturday afternoon for me was going to Barnes & Noble, reading some books, walking over to the Best Buy right next door, looking at DVDs, maybe buy a DVD. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe go down to Circuit Halcyon City, days. which was in the same shopping center, and buy look at the DVDs <laughs> wow. there, too. Wow. What a treat. Yeah, we had a we had a lot of we had a lot of kids like you come through, you know. <laughs> we also had a lot of people who so Barnes and Noble had these like um, stations where you could sample music. You could we sold CDs, yeah, um, and you could scan the barcode on a CD yes. and listen to like thirty second samples of all the songs on on the CD. And we had people come in there who would just grab a huge stack of CDs and they would go sit on one of the stools in front of these things and they would just scan them and listen to 30 second samples for like an hour or more. They would just like all day they would do that and then go put them back go grab another chunk of CDs, come back, listen, blew my mind. Like just <laughs> shoplift them, you know, like <laughs> steal them. You know, <laughs> Nobody's going to do anything to you. Wow, it was I wonder crazy. If one of those people was like a young Carson Daly, uh, trying to beef up his music collection or his music knowledge before hosting Total Request Live. Total Request Live. Well, this probably was well after the Total Request Live uh, okay. era. Well, maybe it was a uh, hmm, a young Ryan Seacrest <laughs> scouting talent for. A little germ of an idea he had for a little talent show. Maybe, maybe you've heard of it. American Idol. Mm-hmm. But let's move on to June 10th, uh, Saturday. Okay, this one's a good one. This one is Heathcliff walking down the, the sidewalk with a fishbowl on his head. And there's a cat in the window with a fishbowl on his head as well. And the fish in the window, and the fishbowl in the window is saying, why couldn't you be an outdoor cat? Pretty good. Pretty funny. Is your cat an outdoor cat, Kyle? No, not at all. He's never been an outdoor cat. Um, He's still got his claws. You know, obviously, we don't claw or anything like that. But 
Um, yeah, he just, uh, he's always lived, lived inside. I've always, ever since I've had him, I've always lived in like apartments and didn't really have like a house with a yard or anything. So couldn't really let him. Well, even like outdoor cats, they don't, they aren't constrained to a yard. That's the thing. Like outdoor cats just go wherever yeah. they please. It's they just mosey around. I, I mean, it's crazy to me that, that people do that though. Like I would, I, I would be so scared every day. I'm I'm also this is kind of a sad story, but it made me think of it. But I'm also a little like I probably won't ever have an outdoor cat because when I was a kid, we had a cat and I didn't like grow up with pets. But I was like in high school. We had like one of the first times I had a pet and it was a cat and we let him live outside. He would and we didn't have a fence or anything. We lived on this like plot of land with a trailer and he would just like roam around the woods and he came back one day and he had somebody had like shot him with a BB gun or something like one of these little country ass kids. And he like got injured from it and eventually ended up like dying because he had like an infection or something. Um, I don't remember the details of it, but I know Jeez. like he got he got shot with it was either BB gun or like a really small caliber something for like he could come back. But he was like clearly messed up. Um. So yeah, no outdoor cats for me. That's a really sad story. We, yeah. we, we can maybe we don't have to use that in the in the show. But uh, the, the people want to get to know what made Kyle Kyle. Yeah, I mean it's gonna it's definitely a part of my. It's gonna end up in the memoir. Mm. You know. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, his uh, his name was Tigger. Okay, well, R.I.P. Tigger. All right, P. Tigger. Let's move on to. We've answered the question of this comic. <laughs> Why couldn't you be an outdoor cat? Because my owner is riddled with trauma. <laughs> Let's move on to Monday, June twelfth, and this is uh, a very unique theme week. Have you seen these, Kyle? We're, we're, we're the start of a very unique theme week. It's, it's taking over the world is kind of the theme, or saving the yeah. world. Yeah. I mean, I, I see the comics every day. I guess I haven't been paying close enough attention to observe the theme. We'll, we'll, we'll um, kind of see it play out over the next few strips here. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. So this is Grandpa and Grandma Nutmeg have opened the door, a door in the house, and then behind the door is Heathcliff and three other cats leaning over this uh, map, uh, this table that has like a map of the world on it with like little cat uh, chess pieces on it, and they're kind of moving stuff around. And there's a big... Uh, a picture of the of the earth behind them and they're kind of it looks like they're plotting something plotting some sort of world domination scheme and grandpa nutmeg in fact is saying i always knew they were planning to take over the world that's great this is such a funny visual the cats and heathcliff in particular has the classic like kind of palms down on the table arms spread apart like general stance which is very funny um yes. The 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 when I saw this, the first thing I thought of was uh, that movie Downfall. Oh, the um, Hitler movie, which is set in like Hitler's bunker. Yeah, <laughs> it just reminded me of the image of them like looking at the war map and then and then him not realizing they're him realizing that they're they're screwed. I wonder if that's what's going on here. That these other cats are trying to explain to Heathcliff, like, look, we're cats. You've got us. You've got your battalions placed seemingly in the middle of the ocean here. This is not really going to work out. <laughs> Why do you think the one cat has uh, headphones on? 
<laughs> That's a good question. Are they are they headphones? Are they earmuffs? Mm. Uh, like you know, noise like you put on when you go to a gun range or something. They do. I don't kind of look like that as well. They look more like that to me than than headphones. But that could just be a you know we just we're doodling them real quick. They kind of look like um, a, to me. To me, I assume they were like like when you see like uh, I guess I'm thinking of War Games the movie. And I don't even know if this happens in War Games, but like just people sitting at terminals and they've got like headphones with mics on them oh, and they're sure. talking to, to people and, and you know maybe he's communicating with somebody in, in another country uh, yeah almost like a flight control kind yeah. of thing yeah i don't know that makes sense maybe wow this operation is even bigger than we thought it was <laughs> we've got telecommunications involved do you think it is cats um, that are planning to take over the world is that is that the the idea here is it all cats are working together to take over the world or is it these four that are the yeah what would crew? it uh, Oh, interesting. Yeah, I hadn't considered that it was. I thought it, I guess I thought it was maybe like all cats. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that is probably because it would be. I mean, the hubris involved in thinking these four cats could take over the world. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. So then we have a uh, June 13th. Uh, this is a Tuesday, I believe. And Heathcliff is walking on the sidewalk and there's two mice in the window. One of the mice, mice is saying, when the cat's away, the mice will rule the world. Okay, I see the the world takeover theme Themes beginning to are develop emerging. here. <laughs> you know, I will say, you know, no shots to my friend Peter, but it's not the most engaging visual here <laughs> for this. This, this seems. Uh, do you think he drew? He thought of the caption first, and then drew the image, or th- drew the image and thought, and then thought of the caption it's a great question i would guess maybe he had the caption and then maybe couldn't think of you know how do i show that because it is tough you know what do you what do you do i mean maybe uh oh hold on this is maybe play the drop the drop the track okay hold on drop the kyle's punch up corner Punch it up. Kyle's Corner. Punch it up. So the thing we're trying to solve here is we got the caption. When the cat's away, the mice will rule the world. I think we like the caption. Yes. You know, I like the caption. But what what visual do we need to go along with that? And my here's just first top of my head, and we can we can go back and forth. We can kick it around. Is we have we're in the house. And we see the mice looking at Heathcliff leaving and he's like got a briefcase and a hat on like he's going to work or something. What do we think about that? Like he's leaving for the day. Okay. Say, say, describe it again. I'm sorry. I got distracted. (laughs) Okay. So uh, what about we have, we're inside the nutmeg house and we see we're, you know, we're looking from kind of from the mouse's perspective. We see Heathcliff walking out the front door, but he's got like a hat on and he's holding a briefcase. Maybe he's got like a coat over his arm or something like he's headed to the office or something. And then we get him saying when the cat's away, the mice will rule the world. Just something a little more giving Heathcliff a little more. He just, he's not even, not even wearing a helmet here. You know, he's just walking down the sidewalk. Yeah. What, what, what do we think about that? That's better. That's better. Yeah. I think warm. I think in that direction, that's definitely not a final draft, but I think moving somewhere in that direction. I'd like to maybe see the mice uh, doing something here, though. Like uh, maybe they're, uh, maybe even if they're just like 
pl- like moving their fingers in a plodding way. You know, oh, like, doing like a Mr. Burns yes, hands kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean that's tough to draw. Really tough that's to true. draw. That's true. But but I do I do like that. I do like that. Um, oh, what if it's uh, we we could, uh, it's kind of tough because we'd have to. Maybe we do like we did the bed scene where we kind of see outside through the mouse hole and we're inside the the mouse oh, hole. Oh yeah. And on that. the wall, on the wall in the mouse hole, we do like an inverse of of yesterdays. So on the wall in the mouse hole we have one of those big like uh we have a big map with like dots and stuff on it, like on the wall with like yes. string in between it or something. Yes. And or 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 oh that and there's also like a command center full of mice you know it's like the death star there's just like terminals it looks like the uh, room in war games or if whatever. the mice are like wearing like uh star like star wars or like darth helmet style helmets oh that would be good they're in like imperial uniforms yes and then through in the back through we can see the mouse hole and that's where we see heathcliff like walking out the front door or something like we can kind of see through there that he's leaving and they're like, okay, everybody battle stations. Yes. Okay. I think I like that. (laughs) I like that. We did it. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to, uh, June 14th. I believe that's a Wednesday. This, I don't understand. Maybe, (laughs) maybe there's a joke I'm missing. (laughs) What do you mean? I, I don't I don't understand the connection between the caption and image here, which is, you know, often people say this about you, but this one really baffled me. OK, so we'll describe it here. So, yeah, they're outside the gum store. There's a gum store owner and a woman with a little dog. Um, and Heathcliff is flying away with a, a bubble gum, a, a, a gum, a bubble gum bubble. And the caption is the gum store owner saying, I can't shake the ceiling. We'll both save the world one day. Um, it, help me out here. It, what what am I missing? Is it is it just that Heathcliff can fly and the gum man is saying, I'm I am we're a team <laughs> because my gum makes Heathcliff fly, which is a superpower like Superman has? Is that how we get to the save the world thing? You know, I don't know. <laughs> it just seemed funny. It just seemed like a funny thing to say. It sounds like an epic thing that someone would say in a in a movie, like in a superhero movie, maybe. Like uh, yeah. these two are fated to work together in some way. Yeah, like, uh, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, certainly he has a power. I mean, it just feels like delusions of grandeur on the part of the gum store owner. Like, what? what is your role in this? Who do you think you are? You know? <laughs> you sell gum. I understand Heathcliff's your pal, but like... But look what that gum is doing. The world? Is it the gum or is, is it what Heathcliff is bringing to the gum? You know what I mean? It's like, could, 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 uh, could the sun... Say that uh, it's it's helping save the world uh, because of it's it's giving Superman his powers. You know, I don't know. Uh, if the sun could talk, I mean, the sun's a per- the sun is basically a, a superhero as well. I'd say. There's only one sun I want to hear talk. And that's Donald Trump. The Jr. sun. S O N. Jesus Christ. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Donald Trump Jr. Oh no! Well, him too. I love 
<laughs> I love hearing him talk. <laughs> He's so good at it, you know? <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our last comic strip, which is today, Thursday, <laughs> June 15th. <laughs> and this is... <laughs> uh, this is great. So Heathcliff is sort of carving a statue out of stone. Carving? That's what how we, you would describe this, right? Yeah, he's sculpting. Sculpting, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, Heathcliff. It's The statue is Heath, a giant Heathcliff on top of a rock carrying the world on his back, sort of on his shoulders. And he's Heathcliff is w- way up high in the air on a, like a sort of a riser, hammering a, a chisel into this rock to kind of carve it. And uh, Grandma Nutmeg is uh, is watching him along with uh, another neighbor lady. And Grandma Nutmeg is saying, it's his saving the world period. Very funny. Very funny, if you ask me. And you are asking me, right? Yes, I was asking. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, imp- that's it is very implied, funny. implied, yeah. Anytime we do one of these, um, it's implied that I'm asking you. Hey, check this out. Catless. Okay. Cat, yeah. Catless. Oh, that's good. Pretty good, right? That's good. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, catless. No, that's good. Catless. Maybe maybe it had maybe we add a little a little plaque at the base, you know? It just says catless. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. We don't need it. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> just a quick <laughs> just a real quick tag in. <laughs> um yeah, this is super funny. The 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 image I mean Heathcliff on one knee like atlas and then the and then the down the downward facing you know the eyes are lowered like yeah i mean i could see downward this... facing dog but downward facing cat that's something <laughs> that's a new one for me <laughs> now i've seen everything <laughs> i've seen two things that are downward facing that's a, that's that's enough <laughs> that's enough for me hey I, I don't know if i could take anymore they're basically opposites too. I mean, the opposite of dog is cat, right? That's correct. Yes. Um. Yeah, I don't know. This is very funny. Uh, it looks like he's he's. Uh, uh, there's some land formations here that I'm I'm curious about on this globe. Uh, a couple islands big floating islands, around yeah. out there. Yeah, pretty pretty big. Florida's looking a little tough, but hey, <laughs> what else is new? Um, and it's his saving the world. This is Peter Gallagher's saving the world period as well. Oh yeah. It's got levels. Do you think he's, uh, he's in his saving the world era? Yeah. Do you think Heathcliff is sort of the author stand in for Peter Gallagher generally like, uh, mm. the same way that like, uh, you know, Stephen King will often have, a a character that's a, a writer in his novels, that kind of thing. <laughs> an alcoholic dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that, weirdo. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stephen <Coke> freak. Uh, yeah, I think there's some truth to that, you know, that, that maybe Peter sees a little bit of himself in, in Heathcliff, you know, yeah. it's the, w- w- I don't know, whatever the, the part of it, ego, super ego, whichever is the one that is just like kind of loosey goosey, the one that's just reacting and doing the fun stuff that you want to do. Which one's that? Is that id? I think so, but I'm not un- sure. Uninhibited, yeah, I think that's uninhibited the id. Yeah, self. Yeah, yeah. 
I think that's that's maybe what's what's going on here. Hmm. Heathclid. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't love that. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> All right, let's do a quick segment. GPT. Mm. I really don't like your <laughs> moans. They're not moans. They're like computer, like. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you're going for, but it still makes me a little bit uncomfortable. All right. Well, <laughs> so ChatGPT is sort of a sort of a segment where I uh, sort of a segment. I ask ChatGPT to describe a Heathcliff comic, giving some input. Uh, and this time, I said, "Can you describe a single panel Heathcliff comic strip where the caption is a mouse saying, when the cat's away, the mice will rule the world?'" So, sort of the same thing mm. that you did. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how uh, the cat GPT uh, results compared to my to our uh, punched up version. Well, today cat GPT is particularly wordy, so let's I'll <laughs> go ahead and read this here. So I, I said this, and they say certainly. Here is a description of a single panel Heathcliff comic strip featuring the caption: "When the cat's away, the mice will." The panel shows a typical living room setting with a cozy armchair, a small coffee table, and a fireplace in the background. On the armchair, Heathcliff, the mischievous orange tabby cat, is seen leaving the room through an open door, his tail disappearing around the corner. Wait, on the armchair, Heathcliff is seen leaving the room through an open door? Yeah, already already failing the basic test. As Heathcliff departs, the caption appears in a speech bubble, coming from a tiny mouse standing on the coffee table. Nope, wrong. (laughs) Not how it works. The mouse, with a mischievous grin on his face, is wearing a small crown on its head, symbolizing its newfound sense of power and authority. Oh, it's a symbol. <laughs> the crown is a, is a symbol. <laughs> the other mice in the room are also seen, seemingly emboldened by Heathcliff's absence. They are standing on top of various pieces of furniture, playing with miniature, miniature flags, books, and even a tiny gavel. What? <laughs> yeah, the, mouse are, the mice are, are playing, I guess. Or the mice, with the mice are really flags. Cool yeah, I, I don't. One mouse is in sitting a, in a one mouse has a gavel. What? Yeah, even a tiny gavel. <laughs> one mouse is sitting on top of a stack of books, giving a speech to the others with an animated expression. Another mouse is attempting to play the play the gap play the gavel on the on the table. What is attempting to play the gavel on a table, imitating a judge? There is an air of excitement. Oh, thank you for clarifying <laughs> yeah. what banging a gavel on a table but, is meant to. But he to... did say play the gavel, or <laughs> he, this computer. <laughs> um, imitating we, a... know Nick's, we now know Nick's gendered assumptions about writers. <laughs> <laughs> there is an air of excitement and determination among the mice. <laughs> this is all from this single panel we can sense as if they are ready to take control of the world in Heathcliff's absence. As if. <laughs> the art- it's almost as if <laughs> they're ready to take control of the world in Heathcliff's absence. The artwork that is, can't be it. The artwork is detailed and vibrant. <laughs> so, really into- <laughs> oh, good. Good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad they decided they put that in there so we knew it wasn't muddled and shitty. 
showcasing the distinct personalities of each, ma- of each mouse. It captures the essence of Heathcliff's world, filled with humor, mischief, and unexpected surprises. The com- oh, shut up! <laughs> the comic strip humorously highlights the timeless adage <laughs> that when the dominant figure is absent, the subordinate ones may take advantage and feel empowered, even if it's just within their own little world. Oh, God. Overall, the single Worst thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Overall, the single panel comic strip entertains readers by presenting the light a lighthearted scenario where mice, inspired by the absence of the cat, believe they can rule the world, if only for a moment. Oh Christ. <laughs> God. <laughs> what a nightmare. <laughs> Here's here's what jumped out to me. I mean, I didn't like any of that. Uh, but what I particularly particularly was like, oh, this is like an artful thing that I feel like you're missing here. Is that is that there's still one king mouse, <laughs> and then there's a lot of like su- subject mice. The point is that Heathcliff's the king, and they're all the regular folks. Yeah. Oh, They'd true. all be on the same page. They're the, you know, they're the proletariat or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't work if if the one king mouse is like, all right, Heathcliff's gone. Now you all get to listen <laughs> to me now. I mean, that's kind of how it works in the real world, you know, in revolutions and stuff. But still, it's, you know, I don't like it. Yeah, it all, it just feels, I mean, hmm. Not unsurprisingly, it feels a little soulless. Yeah, it feels completely soulless. Mm. And this like weird attempt to make it like in the description to make it like maudlin and sentimental at the end. <laughs> Shut up. What do you know about any of this? I do love that. I'm a divine us. being. You are a computer. They're like, guys. This thing looks really good. <laughs> you wouldn't believe. Oh my god! There's so many little distinct details. Like, oh my god, the shape. I mean, I know is, we said about the tiny gavel, but there's so much more going on to it than that. We can't even get into it. I mean, do you have all day here? <laughs> okay. Well. That's it's the end of chat of Cat GPT. I guess we'll play the the song again to take us out. Mm, Cat GPT. Mm. The song. <laughs> what did you call it? A jingle or a... I, yeah, I guess the the stinger, the stinger maybe. Yeah, I, the don't drop, know. I don't know. It's a little the drop. But yeah, I, you know what? Don't let let me not uh, you know limit the definition of 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 art here. That could be a song. <laughs> you know, it's sort of there's, uh, music, there's musicality in your voice. Yeah, uh, in that certainly. Yeah, it's sort of my. Uh, my version of like uh beethoven's fifth you know <laughs> sort of my masterpiece was that his masterpiece i have no idea i don't know is the, I, but it's like beethoven's fifth is like if you were to ask like chat gpt name name a song mm. you know 
that, that's that. like the song, right? That's the song. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I feel like that. I feel like, you know, if you were to just uh, really quickly, like you have one point one second to name a song, what? like ask me to name a song and I'll tell you what chat GPT said it within a, you know, just like in point one seconds. Ask you to name a song. Yeah. And I'll tell you what chat GPT just told me. Okay. Nick, can you name a song? Shape of you by Ed Sheeran. Any song. two equally important (laughs) human achievements look i feel like i may be miscommunicating i just is like you know how there's like you know comedy references and stuff it just is like when we think of this we yeah. immediately think of this it's like definitely the first Fifth classical like, music piece that i yeah the, the, absolutely the, it was definitely the only one that i could think of or and still the only one that i could name <laughs> it's the it's the equivalent of like in an improv scene when you like set an office you would say like oh did you get you have the johnson report or mm. you know yeah the Henderson report, you know, just like, yeah, those everybody says that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What are the, how are the, uh, the quarterly numbers, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, for or even just are... specifically, uh, like, I feel like a lot of people are like, uh, Janet, the, they'll, they'll always, Janet comes if they're there. like having to name, if they have to name a, a character in an office scene, they'll say they'll, They'll name them Janet. Mm, interesting. You know, I know like, I that's like the go-to. I you, but I had no support. Just a little something. I was going to say I'm, people I picked up on mentioned TPS reports a lot. Sure. Yeah. Because of because uh, of the movie. Yeah, because of the movie. You know. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for today. Uh, Kyle, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Nick. Hey, real quick plug. Uh, anybody that's listening to us in the Austin area, we got Austin Sketch Fest coming up mm. next week. Uh, it's going to be a good time. We got acts coming in from all over the country. Uh, so you can go to atxsketchfest.com to see about tickets. And uh, we even have a badge Comic, uh, uh, if you want to come see everything. Uh, a, a star of the comic strip world, uh, Jamie Loftus, will be there from act yes that's right from the act cast who's who's whose name inspired the naming of this podcast oh it did um i would say yeah for me it was when i suggested meet cast it was like a direct ripoff of of act cast so uh yeah uh come check out jamie's show on uh next weekend on friday night 8 30 p.m central in austin texas but we got lots of other really great acts going on that weekend too All right, well, until next time, that bothers me.